Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look with me and Maddie Kroll. What's up, Maddie? What is up, guys? I'm excited to be here. So I really, I've been thinking about this all week. Have you gotten the old timers drunk in the old age home for, how did that go this week? How, how did the game I work? did not bring in any alcohol. I did bring my younger siblings though. So that was fun. That was a hit. Everybody loved them. But yeah, we steered clear of the alcohol. I almost was persuaded to bring tobacco. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to play by the rules for a few weeks. <laughs> test my luck later on in the season. So do they just give you requests on the way out and you're like, can you just bring it in for us? And you take, you take down a list. Yeah. And I know I'm throwing him under the bus, but he probably, he's not gonna be able to listen to this gene. He will slip out some hundies and just be like, <laughs> Hey, it's just it makes you think twice. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a side hustle, Maddie, whatever you could do to make some money in this world. I, you know, look, I can't blame you for it. I gene will say, I'm telling you next year, I'm either going to have like a separate cell phone or not give out my cell phone number. We're going to have to figure out something because I'll be at work and like my Apple watch is just blowing up and my patients are trying to talk to me and I, I just can't focus because these guys are calling me about their fantasy league. <laughs> you're giving, you're doling out advice on the Apple watch to Gene. Who's paying yeah. You. Or yeah, they're yeah. asking me to make moves because they don't know how to work the app or the computer. So I think there's a career in this. I do. Just just work with me. Think I'm, about it. I'm telling you, we're we're about to blow up. Fantasyproxy.com. You can do moves for people who are too busy at work. That's perfect. Or who don't know how, who don't know how to do things. <laughs> who don't know how to use a computer. Yeah. So there's a whole uh, market. Exactly. All right. It's now week five, if you can believe it. So let's get to it. The Thursday night game, Rams and Seahawks. What do you got for me? Um, Henderson should be a good start. He looked good last week. He, looked he did great. look good. He's going to look even better this week. How about Gerald Everett in a revenge narrative? Do you think that he's getting more hype just because of the revenge narrative? No, I think he's getting more hype because the Rams can't, can't stop the tight end. Look at what Max Williams did last week. That is true. But I also feel like the Rams almost had like a little bit of an off week. I think they'll come back a little bit stronger. I, I think it's still going to be a great start, but I think it might be a little overhyped just because of the narrative. How bad was Matthew Stafford last week? He was atrocious. Yeah, but it's like everybody crapped on him after one game. He's been playing decent this whole season. He's been playing great. Granted, he, they haven't faced a whole lot of tough defense defenses out there but i think that he'll make a little bit of a comeback i'm not expecting him to be phenomenal i think the seattle defense is terrible i think trey lance put up over 20 points in the second half against them so if trey lance can go to town what is matthew stafford going to do this i think there's a 40 burger tomorrow night how about that 41 you think so 20. yeah do you think he's going to throw an interception i can't talk tonight words are so hard wow is it a wednesday thing it is. I, I had a long day at work. So I think that it's just like, you know, what's funny as I have like certain patients that I see on a regular basis who know that I do like football stuff on the side who kind of follow me. Every single one of them was in today. I feel like 
and they all want to talk about football. And I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that you can sleep at night and that your teeth don't fall out of your head. So it's like <laughs> really hard for me to switch brains. Um, so I've been talking well, ever, all day long. You ever go to, I'm sure when you're, you're hygienist and you're trying to talk to her and you're like trying to get a word out, but you can't because you have a hundred things hands in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and she understands you. Yeah. Yeah. Usually that's my advantage. Cause like I have man hands. I'm not ashamed of it. They're great breeding material, but right. like when they're in your mouth, it's a lot. Right. So it's like always my thing. Like if somebody starts trying to talk, I just like get more of my hand in there. Now, are you one of those people that when you take a picture, you hide your hand because you're like, I've got some big man, man hands there. No, not really. Just because I mean, it is what it is. It's fine. You know, are, what you, I mean? are you tall? Not really. I'm only five, nine. That's tall. My dad's 6'10", my aunts are 6'5 and 6'4", my mom's 5'11". Yeah, I'm the shortest one in my family. You were the short. I was just going to say, you're the shortest My 12-year-old sister is taller than me, yeah. Wow. Is she a basketball player, a volleyball player? Basketball and soccer. She's a big soccer girl, believe it or not. Soccer? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. 6'10", yeah. man, that's big. I know. And mom is 5'11". And then here I am, just 5'9". Yeah. My <laughs> brother's 6'8". Pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be happy with five nine. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's not bad, but it's just like everybody's like, you ruined the gene pool. Like, I think I, I don't know if you know. I played volleyball, right? Played semi pro volleyball. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so when you're with, with a lot of women, we're like six two or six three, and that's pretty tall. I mean, you, you're out yeah. there, and you're like, I, I almost felt badly because they were re hard for them to find guys. Guys, right? You have to date athletes. That's about it. I never. I always tell my kids. I told them the sweaty Jerry story. You want to hear the sweaty Jerry story? I need to know the sweaty Jerry okay. story. So I played volleyball with this dude named Jerry who was just sweaty. I mean, so he had obviously nickname, sweaty Jerry. Sweaty Jerry. I mean, you'd be near him, you'd like high five him. You're like, you know, when you just have to wipe yourself off, it's so gross. But Jerry was like six five or six six, right? So I'm at some party with a bunch of volleyball people, and there was a couple, you know, attractive women who probably were six six one. Sure enough, who walks into the party? Sweaty Jerry. Now, let me tell you something. Sweaty Jerry was not the best looking dude ever. And of course, he was sweaty. But these two women looked at him like he was the most attractive guy in the world. Why? Because he was like 6'5 or 6'6 and they were 6'1. So they it, needed to go be with Sweaty Jerry. Yeah. I mean, it definitely boosts them. It, it just it moves everything up. The taller you are, it's like the crazy hot scale. The taller you are, the uglier, sweatier you can be. Girls don't care, you know? <laughs> Uh, good thing. I hope that Jerry didn't know that we called him Sweaty Jerry. Okay. Poor Jerry. Jets and Falcons. The Jets won one game. Can they win two? Can they fly across the pond and beat the Falcons? Across the pond. I feel like that came out of left field. The Falcons on paper should beat the Jets, hands down, no issues. But the Falcons haven't been playing to their potential. And then the Jets came and surprised me last week. I had like upset city with every pick I had last week. So on this, I'm not really sure. I The Falcons should win. They now, just should. You, you would have known the Jets could have won if you listened to my Discord chat on Sundays yeah. at 1030 when I called a Jet victory and a Michael Carter touchdown. Just throwing out there. I did hear that on Monday night. They did inform me. I think Danger was like, yep, Doc called that. It's like, how? I was completely yeah. opposite. I will say that like – the Jets are looking better, but they're also running very basic schemes that are just kind of working out for them. I don't know if that 
that's in one game. So can that continue? I don't know. Well, Tennessee is really bad defensively. Atlanta's not as bad, but I mean, they're Calvin Ridley, bad. They're, they're bad, right? But I don't know if the Jets can stop Cordero Patterson, right? Yeah. I mean, that guy, do you ever notice? I mean, you, you watch it closely. Tacklers bounce off that guy. He's so strong. He does this thing, and it's not even like that he's so strong. He can almost like he, I, he does something with his eyes. It has to be something in his facial expression because his body doesn't move. His hips don't move. His, it's not like he's like juking people out. He's right there. But then these defensive guys are falling like hard. And so I don't know what he does, what kind of Jedi mind tricks it is. Like something in his eyes or what he's doing makes people think that he's like about to juke and he doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes no. he breaks tackles. Absolutely. But he does this thing and it happens. It happens quite frequently. Two, three if times the Falcons, a game. If the Falcons lose this week, I'm pressing panic button all over the place. I'm dropping Matt Ryan everywhere. Not that I really have him anymore. And I'm worried about yes. Calvin Ridley more than ever. See, I'm still okay with Calvin Ridley, but I've I've said it everywhere. Anyone who's listened to me, I've said drop Matt. All right. Packers, Bengals. Uh, Joe Mixon likely out. I'm calling him out. Yeah. Uh, the Packers signed Jalen Smith. I don't know if you saw that today. Dallas caught him. Packers I did. I did see that. A lot of moves happen. Yeah. Stefan Gilmore traded to the Panthers today. That's going to be one to watch. Panthers are good. Panthers, Panthers are, are good. Panthers were phenomenal. And then their game plan kind of got destroyed with CMC and then Huntley. And JC Horn, by the Horn. way, out for the year. He's very good. Um, One of the better defensive players that they had. And he's yeah, a, he was rookie. a rookie. He was a yeah. literally a shutdown corner as a rookie. So, I yeah. mean, there was a lot of upside there. So, they bring in Henderson. Now they bring in Gilmore. So, all right, let's get Packers, Bengals. Is this a week where Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams go for their usual 350 yards and three touchdowns? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay, there you have it. How about Jamar Chase against Jair Alexander? I love Jamar Chase. I do, as much as I hate to admit it. He's a good player. Mm -hmm. I worry that – What do you think? think – Go ahead. Oh, I – I was asking what you think. Sorry. I think no. Chase struggles if he sees Jair because Jair is pretty shut down. Yeah. But T. Higgins, I expect back. This week? I do. I think he's got a good chance to be back this week. So then you have him, Boyd, and Chase, which you haven't seen since week one. Yeah, that kind of throws a hole in all of my thought processes. I, do, I, I don't expect him to be back this week. And if well, he is, it's going to be very limited capacity. I don't think that it, I don't think he's going to take looks or attention defensively away from a ton of people. Not yet, right? Yeah, it's going to take a week or two if he comes back this week. Lions, Vikings, Dalvin oh, Cook. So the Vikings. Dalvin Cook not looking great. Frank Ragno, by the way, offensive lineman extraordinaire for the Lions on IR. Lions are in trouble. I, I still think you should start Cook. Why do you not of think so? I don't think not to start Cook. I'm oh, okay. You said, said practice. No, no. I said he he was They have the worst DVOA rating in the league. No, no. Dalvin Cook's a star. I'm talking about – yeah, I'm, I'm saying the um, DVOA rating is the worst in the league for the defense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm 100% if you have him, he should be on your starting – Roster. What about DeAndre Swift? You starting him? 
I've been going back and forth with this with myself. I still think I'm not sold on it either way. I, I now have questions where I didn't before. Um, but for this week in particular, I still think I'm probably going to start him. I think that I think the opposite side of the ball is bad enough that it's going to be okay defensively on the front. Vikings front seven are pretty good. I mean, Daniel Hunter is pretty good. But I, I think that they're going to I think that they're going to be behind a lot of the time. They're going to be expecting them to throw. So I think that they're going to give up some easy runs because okay. they want to shut down the backfield. What about TJ Hawkinson? You like him this week? Yeah. I can go either way. You seem to have a stronger opinion than I do. I like TJ Hawkinson, but he disappointed me badly last week. Badly. And I don't trust that whole team in general. So it's like, I, yeah. I like the player, but I don't like the team. The only player that I'm really just like a huge shutout is Williams. Jamal? Mm-hmm. You're not in? Mm-mm. He's one of those annoying guys who gets like 50 yards and 40 yards receiving each week. And you're like, how did he get 12 fantasy points? And he does it. I know. I Do you think he's going to do it again this week? Yeah, because they, they they literally, they run the ball 24 times and they give him 12 they and they give Swift 12, right? 12, yeah. And then he catches like four to five passes for 30 yards. So I literally just gave you 12 points. And then if he finds his end zone, he just got you 18. And you're like, how did this guy who's really not that good just get 18? He's not good is what's wild. Swift is 1,000 times better. Right. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Broncos, Steelers, Drew Locke. I'm calling it now Drew Locke is starting. I think Teddy Drew Locke is starting. Yeah. Teddy wasn't – it's going to run off protocol. They may let him, but it's not going to look good if he does. And if you're smart, you're sitting. Right. How, uh-huh. bad, is Drew, how bad is Drew Locke? Drew Locke is terrible. Terrible. You saw the coach throw a fit about everything that the Ravens were doing because he knew how terrible Log was coming into that. And it was just game over. Everybody knew. But also the Steelers. Like, the offensive line for the Steelers is not good. I don't like to talk bad, but the offensive line is not good. Big Ben, really not good. Your coach comes out and says that you're not a mobile quarterback. That's like – Ben was never mobile. He had good escapability. But like that, the no, Steelers. Not. But the Steelers, the way they run their offense is not like you don't need a Lamar, Lamar Jackson. You just need somebody to be able to like keep themselves safe. He's not even mobile enough to like keep himself safe. I think I would rather have Carson Wentz. I think Carson right. Wentz is more mobile than right with two with two it, bad ankles. Yeah. 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 I don't. It. This is. I'm. I'm not even looking forward to having to watch this game. I'm probably just going to watch some clips. Right. If you're a Steeler fan, you have to be pressing the panic button right now. Yeah. It's it's not looking good. Like, th- this is most likely going to be a losing season. Right. And, and I, like, I think- Najee Harris, have they, do they have a good nickname for him yet? I don't know. You want to make one so. up? Give me, give me a week. I'm going to have to think on it. I wasn't a big fan that's, of him That's my first out. question for you next week. What is Najee Harris's nickname? I'm going to come up with something. Right. We'll make it blow up. I mean, like, that's going to be okay, but, like, he'll make something happen, but it's still – if you have other people, to me – I didn't draft him because I, I wasn't sold on him, but yeah. I just – I think that that's, like – you don't have very many options there. 
So I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a Dr. Roto lecture. You ready okay. for the Dr. Roto lecture? I know, I know you didn't ask for it, but you're getting it anyway. I'm ready for it. The difference between a good fantasy player and a great fantasy player. Why didn't you take Najee Harris? Why didn't I take him? I okay. So he was. So what really, did you say? What did you say to me? Oh, I don't know. What did I say? Did you say something like I didn't believe in him yet? Oh yeah, I didn't believe in him. The difference is you got to take the risk that he's going to be what you think he could be. Could be. Even though it feels dirty and you're like, I don't trust it. You got to look at the upside because look at what he's doing. PPR wise, he's a top five running back. Right. But when I was evaluating, he's obviously a rookie. I'm looking at the offensive line and thinking they're not going to perform well. I don't know how he's going to do. I mean, he came from a school that like literally they, that's what they're like a charter school for the NFL. Like that's, that's what they do. They're training guys to go to the NFL. That that offensive line was beautiful. And so I didn't know how he would perform in a higher speed environment with less protection. Right. I just, a, I was a three sure. down running back in a, with yeah. a guy with a rag arm. Yeah. And he was the only guy out there. So if you picked 11 or 12, he was a good pick at the end of the first round, early second. You're right. I, I, I will fully admit I was wrong. So I'm going to just have to take notes, but I, I, yeah, I didn't trust him. But if you have him, he should be on your starting roster. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 look, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think it's, there were reasons why the Steelers could have been a mess and they are a mess mm -hmm. like Claypool, Juju, anybody who's not named Deontay Johnson or Najee Harris is a mess. That's true. All right. Speaking of messes, the Miami Dolphins were a mess. They lose at home to the Colts. Oh, my God. And now they get to play. Hey, congratulations. You get to play Tom Brady after he looked like crap last week in New England. Good luck with that. Good luck. With Tua. I don't think Tua's playing. I think it's Brissett. Oh, is Tua not back? I thought he was coming back this week. I don't think he's coming back. Oh, I haven't I hadn't read that. Brissett's actually not terrible. For I mean, he's doing well for a backup quarterback, I think, in my opinion. No. I think it's all right. better, better backups. Yeah, not terrible. Stopping um, Will Fuller's out. I know you're shocked by Will Fuller being out. I know I am. Here we go. That's always out. Here we go. It's like that coworker. You know what I mean? The annoying one who calls in all the time. Right. Who's always right. Yeah. How they've had like 19 grandparents that passed away. I don't, I never understood. I don't know. You ever know what? Oh, I got So I got a story. There was a lady who I used to work with. Whenever our boss was out, she would be out. Always. So if he was out Monday through Friday, she'd be out Monday through Thursday or Tuesday through Friday. And then when he'd come back the next week, she was there. And I'm like, how does she do that? She never got in trouble. She just skated through life that way. I mean, as like a coworker, it's annoying. But if I could be that person, I mean, take some extra vacation days, you know? Right. So that's what you would do, man? Yeah. I mean, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. Football it season, eh. yeah. It was Vegas, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about Saints at Washington? Um, all right. So I'm officially worried about Alvin Kamara. Why? I'm glad you asked me that Sorry. question. Sorry, he was like <laughs> my number one must start. And I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay, ready? How many passes did he catch last week? Oh. Zero. How do you look in the in the red zone? I don't know. Taysom Hill got the ball every time. 
So I'm officially worried. If he's not catching passes and he's not scoring touchdowns, I'm worried. Afterwards, Washington's defense. Yes, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's all I've got to say. The old, you know, the old. I'm starting him. I think that, you know what? He had a bad week. We watched it happen with Hollywood Brown. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown bounced back. Kamara's going to bounce back. If he doesn't uh, this week, it's going to be bad because Washington's defense is. By the way, Chris Emmerich called the Hollywood Brown touchdown. I just don't understand. I wish I had these. Because nobody wants to play him. Nobody likes him. Everybody watched him suck. Yeah. And, and his ownership is going to be down in DFS. Chris was 100% right. It was a yeah. brilliant move. It, it was beautiful. Yeah. Wish I would have thought of it. I think that Kamara is in trouble. I think Taysom Hill is going to be out there a lot. Ready? More Taysom, less Jameis. Watch. Watch. Okay. Got a pipeline to Sean Payton. Telling you. I was going to say, I feel like I need to take notes so that I can like check back and call you out if it doesn't happen. This is called the pen click, right? So when the, the pen, pen click, click goes on, that's when you write this song. <laughs> exactly. That's me in the radio. If somebody says something, if you ever listen to me on the radio, Maddie, and somebody says something intelligent, I'll be going like that, which means I'm taking notes. Like I might I mean, have to what? just like rewatch this and screen record because I'm very, very much into the... Um, receipts but i don't like to handwrite them like that's a no-go for me okay eagles and panthers probably another chuba hubbard game sadly we need to see mccaffrey badly Mm -hmm. um the eagles so one of i think my surprise pick was before the season started i told everybody about kenneth gainwell nobody listened kenneth gainwell looks better than miles sanders really like, and not even just from a fantasy standpoint, from a player standpoint, I was super impressed. Yeah. Do you know Gainwell, when I watch him, he looks bigger than I thought. Like, he's a big dude. He, I thought he was going to be this little, like, scat back. He just okay. runs and he plays big. He does. He – what do they call that? Space? Like, body positionment versus space. I don't know. They have a term for it. I'm going to butcher this, but he does. He utilizes it well. He plays smart. Yeah. And he's a great receiver, really good receiver. And Miles Sanders yeah. can't catch a cold. And that's why it was, was starting like 70, 30. And now it's down to like, you know, 51, 49. That's how I feel about, um, what's his name? Anderson. Rodney Anderson. Oh yeah. Like, where is that dude? What is happening? Yeah, I don't terrible. understand. So many people were so sold on him too. I know. I was. I admit it. That was one of my big blunders. Was I mean? But DJ Moore. Oh my God. DJ I mean, Moore. That's my biggest regret. I had the opportunity and I didn't in one league, and I I got killed two two times. I had DJ, DJ Moore, Moore in a bunch of drafts early, and then as it got closer to the you know Labor Day, I was like, ah, maybe Robbie Anderson's better than I think, and then I stopped drafting DJ Moore. Biggest regret of this year. Biggest regret. Man, that's not last week. I thought that I was going to be smart and cute, and I picked up the Titans defense. Hello, If you're going to be wrong, that's that's a place to be wrong, like your defense. Uh, you don't want to be wrong on your quarterback, right? You don't want to be wrong on a big player. I don't know what this says about me, but I tweeted out, and I was like, the biggest regret of the, my season or something like that, and I, I put what I did. And I had that's, – that's my most liked tweet on Twitter right now. My most replied were people to sympathetic tweet. or were they showing? Yeah. 
so many people like did the same thing or they were telling me what they regretted, but I was like, okay, now I got to come up with a better tweet because this can't be my top. <laughs> this <laughs> cannot be the peak. <laughs> it this went from like, land, right? yeah, my, my second most liked tweet is something about donuts. So I was like, okay, so from donuts to, I made a Titans. big mistake in fantasy. Right. Right. Yeah. So I've got to, I've got to top it. I don't know what's going to happen, but. I don't know if I got a big, if I wrote something like my big mistake in fantasy tweet, I don't even know what the reaction would I get. I don't think I'd get nearly as many likes as you. I think I'd get like 10. I, I don't know. You'd be surprised. People, I think, I think people like to be able to vent and they felt comfortable, you know, like I leveled it out. Like, Hey, I made a really crappy decision. So everybody felt comfortable enough to say like me too. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Who's this, this next game I want to look at? I want to look at the Titans and Jaguars. Do the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, by the way, can we just have a moment? Did you see the video with Urban Meyer? It was so bad. It was so disturbing. As disturbing. If you haven't already torpedoed your NFL career already, you just want to like, like add on. So there's two videos, by the way, for people out there. There's one that's shown on the news and there's one that's not shown on the news. The one that's not shown on the news is really wrong, really just wrong. Yeah. So I must have only seen the really wrong one. I didn't watch anything on the news. I actually saw it first. There's this site called Dumois and it's like celebrity gossip. It's like what I follow to get like Dumois. Oh, okay. It's like on Instagram and it's what I follow for Bachelor news, like Bachelor, Bachelorette news. Oh, the book. All the trash TV show ever. Stuff. Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite show ever. It's so good. so good. Finale was this week. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I didn't finish it yet. I'm, I, okay. I didn't, I'm halfway through. Lip silt. So it has like all of my trash TV stuff, like Beverly Hills Housewives, like Vanderpump Rules, all the Bravo drama is on and it's just like tips that people send in this video is when i saw that on there first and i was like there's no way this is real like they just didn't fact check it they put it out there it's fake and then i started watching it pop up and i was like this is bad this she is wrote something bad. about it she snapchatted to her friends this is I like saw that. yes literally yes and she was okay with it i mean that's not okay and here's the other thing yeah. Some dude wrote on Twitter that this was the only time he's ever seen a coach not fly back with his team. That doesn't happen. And it's not even like uh, if you have a winning – like you can't even just be like you were on a high from a winning season. Like you're the Jags right now right. in 2021. Yeah. Right. You haven't won a game. No. You play a close game, but you go to some rando bar and meet some woman who's not your wife who's like half your age. Like, dude. It's just a bad situation all around. Like, and how sad is it for his team? Like, his off the field drama is overshadowing anything that they would do. Like, your team is literally terrible, and all people can talk about is what you've done off the field. It's even so, worse. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. I'm not going to tell you much about the story, but I'll tell you a little bit of the story. All I know is, like, I have a friend who is very close in Derek Jeter's circle. Okay. okay. Very close, like, really in that, like, first layer of closeness, right? You never heard, Jeter, trust me when I tell you, was very popular with, with any good looking women. Oh yeah. Nobody ever talked about it. He took their cell phones. He gave them gift baskets. They met at some like penthouse apartment that nobody ever saw him and her in the same place at the same time. Whereas Urban's in some bar. That's just not smart, dude. It's dumb. 
It's yeah. just dumb. Right. I mean, I know a couple of guys in the league. We talk regularly. And like it's just a thing. Like when you're making $14 million a year and you are as big as what these guys are, honestly, it doesn't even have to be that. If you have a check mark by your name on any social media platform, girls are interested, right? And so it's easy. But like I always tell the guys like, don't put your face in any Snapchat, any of your little side business that you're doing, like keep it on that where it disappears or like you can keep track. Like it's just, I, I don't understand. It's not even like he's not trusting the person he's in, encountering. He's just like out there for the whole world. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't, wasn't even like, like a, room. yeah, it, it's bad. That's bad. It's bad. it's bad. I mean, you, the guys who come into the league, they have like a whole class on like, what not to do and what to avoid. Like apparently Urban Meyer should have gone through that class. And he didn't seem so apologetic, by the way, in that video. No. Right. He, he said he was sorry for being caught. He was sorry for being That was his, I'm just here because I'm, so I don't get fined. Like that was him. I'm here so I don't get fired. So the worst apologies are, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, those, those apologies yeah. where you're not really sorry, but you're sorry you feel that way. Mm -hmm. That was an Urban Meyer. I'm sorry I got caught. I'm sorry you guys all feel that way, but yeah. I'm not that sorry. Yeah. All right. Titans and Jaguars. Are the Jaguars winning this week? No. I'm, any I'm chance? Still... Any chance the Jaguars win this week? No. I mean, Chanel is a good weapon. I like Chanel. I like Marvin I Jones. Too. I like James Robinson. Yeah. The Titans' defense isn't that great, but the Jags altogether aren't that great. So. Trevor Lawrence looked horrible. Yeah. You're really hard. But they also, like, I don't know what they were. Here's the thing. If you're Urban Meyer, obviously you're not developing this quarterback. Everything's not gr that great. Their offensive line actually did look a little better this week. I saw some improvement. So they're giving him more time. But at this point, like, give him stuff he ran at Clemson. Like, let him run things he's familiar with. You know you're not going to be making it to the Super Bowl. You don't need anything super extravagant. Give him things that he's comfortable and confident with, and then, like, try to build on that, that in my opinion. Maddie, that's one of the best comments I've heard in a long time, honestly, seriously, because I think well, the you best – We watched them do it with Mac. Right. With the Patriots, that's exactly right. what they did last week. That's right. the only change that they made is they made it accommodating for him, and it worked out. Like – the He's best coaches men. do that. Tell me what you ran. What do you want to – look at Joe Brady. Joe Brady has made Sam Darnold a star because mm -hmm. he's making Sam Darnold comfortable, right? Yeah. Tell me what works for you. Tell me what you want to do, and we'll make plays around that, as opposed yeah. to forcing Trevor Lawrence into being somebody he's not. Exactly. Or trying to expedite the process. You know what right. I mean? Like – it's it's hard being a rookie quarterback coming in and getting used to the tempo. Even if you were at Clemson, Alabama, it doesn't matter. Like the pace of the game changes so much. You have people who are getting paid millions of dollars to get to you in like 0.5 seconds. Right. Like they are trying to take your head off. Right. And so that's enough pressure. But then you add in all these different extensive play calling and things like that. Let him get comfortable. Let him get used to it. If you're looking to just, like, manage. And honestly, like, the NFL is stacked. It's it's really hard to win in the NFL because the teams are so good. That's just the way it is. And so a lot of times it's just you're playing not to lose. 
not as much as you're playing to blow somebody out. I think you're, it's funny because when you're playing Virginia Tech, right, the defensive lineman from Tech is probably thinking about a fraternity party tonight, oh, right? Sure. Whereas when you're playing the Vikings, Daniel Hunter's thinking about how many sacks can I toll up so I can get more money in my next contract. Yeah, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a deal. Yeah. Right. Right. All right, Patriots, Texans. So I'm playing in the Scott Fish Bowl, and Scott Fish, great guy, fantasy cares, one of the best leagues out there. Davis Mills, who I had on my reserve, obviously didn't play him. He put up minus 19.2 points this last week. That's how bad it was. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was that bad. Because interceptions are like uh, minus five in Scott's League or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And the Texans score this week. I don't know because I have – if you have the Patriots defense to start them. <laughs> so if that tells you anything, I don't have the utmost confidence there. I'm going to give you a guy, Maddie. My guy this week, Damian Harris. I love him this week. Why? So last week he ran a lot, a lot of pass patterns without James White. Okay. Okay. You can run against the Texans. They want to protect Damn. Mac Jones, right? So, I mean, Mac's never going to throw for 350 against the Texans. Josh Allen didn't. So you're going to, Harris is going to get 100 yards and a touchdown. Easy peasy in this one. I can see that. I also think we're going to just see a lot of like RPOs. It's going to be a, I think that they're going to roll with Mac being comfortable. I think it's what's going to happen. It worked last week. And so it's going to be what he's comfortable with this week. Mac was great. Jacoby Myers was great. I thought I have no problem with Mac's maturation looks good so far. It does. And honestly, like Mac didn't look terrible the first few games. It was just the timing was off. Like, First, he came and he was just trying to get the ball off. Like, he didn't know where he was going. And then it turned into he was holding it too long. He's seven drawbacks. Like, these offensive linemen are dying trying to hold their guys. And he's still holding on to the ball and not making reads, second-guessing himself. Yeah. And so it was only a matter of time till he found his niche. But now they've accommodated him. And it's like they're getting him confident. I feel like last week – Regardless if they won or not, they lost, obviously. But his confidence they could have won, up. by the way. They they could have. It was a I mean, it was a great game. I thought Mac Jones looked amazing. And I think that that confidence is only he's only gonna build on that. Totally. And you know, a couple of games ago he was hitching, right? He wasn't letting it go. That's true. Just let it go, dude. Let it go. All right. Breeze. The, what the about Bears named Justin Fields starting quarterback? I think everybody in Illinois is like, thank God. It's about but time. He only ran like he only had four plays where he ran the ball. If he doesn't run against the Raiders, Max Crosby and that defensive line are going to plant him in the ground just like the Browns did. Do you think Matt Nagy changes this offense at all? My, can I be honest? I think Matt Nagy is a terrible coach at this point. I, re I really do. I mean, I, that's all I've got. With Mitch, I, like we're watching him torpedo the same way. The same thing that happened to Mitch is, hap is happening now. The offensive line can't protect him. And, yeah, he can run and he can make things happen. But that's not sustainable for the long term. This Raider defense is going to tear him up. Could be. Uh, so I'm gonna and give you they're not even play calling well. Like they, It's all over the place. Literally all over the place. And if, you have Alan, if you have Allen Robinson, you got to be panicking. Panicking. Yeah. 
and I'm going to give you a name. So, you know, Montgomery's out for about four to five weeks. Uh, Damien Williams is going to start. But Jason Braddock, who's a really great NFL draft scout, has been talking to me about Khalil Herbert all offseason. And this guy's going to get some, a chance to play. He played at Kansas. Then he was transferred to Virginia Tech. The dude is good. And nobody knows about him. I haven't seen much film. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about him, really. Take a look. Go, go YouTube him. And you're going to see a dude who runs really hard. I'm trying to find a, a comp. He just... He, he's not, he just hits a hole, right? He's not, a, he's not a dancer. Okay. He's a one cut and go kind of guy. And okay. he runs hard. Is he kind of like Zeke? No, Zeke is twitchier. This guy's okay. more of a bull. He's just really straight through. Straight through and doesn't mess around. Okay. So I'm interested. I need to, to see watch him. Is. Okay. That's in my homework this week. All right. Hopefully he plays well. Browns and Chargers. I'm not sure you can love anybody more than I love Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler on this Charger Ec offense. Eckler. Man, oh, man, I wish I had Eckler on any of my teams. Wow. And he, it's, it's going to be great. If it's you great. have Chubb, start Chubb this week too. I'm calling it. He's my play of the week. Really? Here's the thing with the Browns. The Browns have to understand what the Browns are. And it's going to happen, and I, it could be this week. The Browns are turning into what the Ravens are, were. They, their defense is – let the defense do their thing and you just run the ball. Just right. pound it through, get it done. Baker's going to make some cool cool plays. That's what Baker does. But you just don't – You, I mean, he's not going to be your Kyler Murray where you're just like, okay, I'm going to put the ball in his hands and we're going to make it happen. Just run the ball. And no, they're going to learn that. He missed two wide open touchdowns last week. First was to Kareem Hunt, who was in the end zone, mm -hmm. wide open. There wasn't a guy within three yards of him. Secondly, at the end of the game, he missed Beckham. He does not know how to that throw the ball bad. to Beckham. And they they don't have a ton of chemistry yet, but it's also like Baker's not one to build a ton of chemistry. He's kind of like Lamar Jackson. Like I know that I probably compared the Browns and the Ravens too much, but they're they're very similar, honestly. Now you, and, know now, you know Baker. Yeah. Or you know people who know Baker. Yeah. Does Baker not want to be great? He does. But, on, and honestly, he can be really accurate. Like, that's the thing is he can be. But it's just like, he's so much of a, I'm going to make this happen. And also, in Baker's defense, like, this is the first year he's had a coach that's been consistent through two seasons. Like, he literally had like what four coaches in oh, the first the three years. There last year. I know that's what I'm saying. This is his first year, so like things are changing. I honestly think Baker has developed so much since he's been in the league. This past year, he's gotten ten times better than what he was, and he's right, going to keep they're growing. They're literally limiting him to 32 pass attempts a game. They, they don't are. want to expose him, right? Because look, do you think uh, that that's all Baker though? Because I honestly feel like some of it is. You have older wide receivers. No, I, I mean, so look, and I, think I, that that's I said a this big last thing. year when it happened. I think, and I'm going to go on record right here with everybody. The Browns are better without Beckham, without question. I agree. I agree. They were better without Beckham. And like I said this to multiple people, like if, if you're giving me OBJ, I'm not confident he's going to be able to beat matchups. Like zone, okay. You run, man, I, I don't feel comfortable saying OBJ is going to win that out. 
Yeah, but see, that's if you're not, a baker, I don't. That's not my reason. My reason is this: so when you have Beckham there, mm-hmm. you have to throw him the ball because if he's not happy, he comes back in the huddle and makes everybody miserable, right? When you get rid of him, he doesn't even make it back to the him. huddle. Sorry, have What's you that? seen him? There's titty tantrums going back. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So when you remove him, when you remove the prima donna and everybody's on the same level playing field, Baker can pepper people without having to focus on the diva. We watched it with Landry. It was honestly great. And he's even older too, I feel like. Right. Right. But Landry's a good dude. Landry just wants to win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Giants and Cowboys. I'm going to give you a question here. I don't need to set you up. Okay, but okay, you're a cowboy fan, so here we go. Take out week one, just throw it away. Over the last three games, tell me the highest amount of passing yards that Dak Prescott has thrown for in the last three weeks outside of week one. It's over 300. No, how much? 238 yards. Okay, but they're not even throwing the ball 30 times a game, they're throwing the ball. Fewer times a game, they're running the ball. They are not throwing the ball, but they're winning. But okay, Zeke and Paul are duo. Why would you not? And people are giving it to him. I also, I will say, I am very impressed. And this is not. This is for fantasy owners. They're like, okay, yeah, shut up, because they don't like this. But Zeke pass blocking, beautiful. I mean. Like textbook pass blocking. That offensive line, even with guys being out, um, I was super impressed with Terrence Steele, who's came in. He was a starter last year. He was a rookie last year. Mm, not that great. Turns around this year, he was he's done phenomenal work over the offseason. I mean, his hands, his feet, everything's perfect. I'm really impressed with this offensive line, and I think they're only going to continue to get better. And they're on some of their backup guys. Zach Martin's beautiful. Yeah, Run behind him. Why not? And now yeah. you have Zeke like throwing out pancakes as a running back. Yeah. And Pollard I, looks great. Schultz looks does. great. But and my big even bust Jarwin of the year, looks decent. Oh yeah, my he bust of the year was Amari Cooper. I had said Amari Cooper was my bust of the year. And so far, outside of week one, it's been true. Yeah. I see a lot of people going low on C.D. Lamb. And my best advice for you is, like, don't – okay, don't sell him. If somebody's trying to sell him, buy him cheap because he's going to go off. Like, right now they're giving him the run game. But that's going to be taken away at some point, And Dak's going to be able to make those throws. C.D. Lamb's going to bring down everything that's thrown at him. I do think Cooper is overrated, and I think that his time is dwindling down because there's just too much talent there that's cheaper, that's more dependable. Right. And Gallup, and Gallup is going to be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So for the Giants, Saquon Barkley looked like a million bucks at the end of that game. Where did that come from? Well, I don't there. think it's going to be consistent, though. Do you? Saquon Barkley is a top three running back in the NFL when healthy. When, when healthy. healthy. When has he, he consistently healthy. He been healthy. healthy? He looked healthy. I will, I will say that he – so the difference between last week and the week before is he trusted himself. He trusted his body. The yes. second that things start to not feel right or don't feel comfortable, he's going to panic. He overthinks too much. Saquon Barkley is the one person 
that is going to be Saquon Barkley, and it's all mental. Like, I don't know if you watch Hey Rookie, Welcome to the NFL or, mm-hmm. like, any of those shows. I think that it was Hey Rookie, Welcome to the NFL. It's like when they fall in through the draft, pro- draft process. You really saw then. Like, I was like, mentally, he's not confident in his abilities. Like, he was freaking out over Baker. He's freaking out over all these things he couldn't control. And I'm like, he's going to beat himself. So and now injuries playing into that. I, I, I know Barkley's family, right? Okay. He's friends with his dad. I know his uncle, right? I know his grandfather. Mm-hmm. They're athletes, right? His uncle mm-hmm. was a middleweight champion of the world, a boxer. I think it's he's trying to be the best. but That's a lot of pressure. Be, right. It's a lot of pressure to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you just have to be your best self and not try to worry about other things you can't control. Easier said than done, though, especially when you're in this light. You know what I mean? That's a lot of pressure. I just feel like I don't trust him to be consistent. But, I mean, we watched him do it last week. He's capable of it. Absolutely. Is the talent there? 100%. And and Daniel Jones looked good. Those words never come out of my mouth without spewing. But, I mean, he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah. All right. Cardinals against the 49ers. Trey Lance literally put up over 20 fantasy points in the second half. Yeah. In the second half. Debo Samuel looks like another being out there. He but is can another he even being score 20 out there. points against the Cardinals? I don't know. I I think that they're going to end up throwing a lot because I think they're going to be behind. But all in all, Arizona looks good. I mean, on both sides of the ball, they're there. They look they look good. We're used to seeing like good offense, bad defense, but the 100%. defense looks good. And yeah. And it, it was kind of slow playing. I think that there was like a chemistry thing, but they're stacked. They're they're just stacked. Secondary, front, offensive side of the ball. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Kyler I'm really Murray, happy for them to be honest wow. with you. I'm happy for them. Me too. I am happy. Me too. I didn't see it coming either. They were they were not – I thought defensively they should be great because of the talent that they had. I wasn't so sold on the offense, and now I'm just like, okay. And they're solid – I mean, obviously their air raid is what everybody's talking about. It's beautiful. Right, but they, run, they run the ball a lot. They run the ball so much, and it's so perfect. Right. Midfield, front, back, everything's just beautiful. Right. But, you know, it's beautiful when you spread a team out defensively and then you can kind of mm-hmm. control it. And Kyler is such a good athlete. And He's so year, calm. How yeah. does it even happen? Sorry. Go ahead. We didn't Sorry. like him in the first year because the first yeah. year he wasn't converting touchdowns. And all of a sudden since his rookie year, it's just gotten better and better. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the key is to play video games all the time. That's what my son does. Maybe there's hope for him. Maybe. I mean, hand-eye coordination. He sees the field differently, though, because there's sometimes where I'm just like, "What? Like, what's happening?" And you can. There's sometimes where, like, obviously, I don't know the playbook, but you can tell like somebody's like missed a block. Something's gone wrong internally, and he stays calm. And it's almost right. like he doesn't even read across. He's just like, "This is going to be open," and he right. just like looks up and it's. Like, it's not even there yet, but he throws the ball and then it's there. But the whole mobility thing helps wow. him so much because when he yeah. comes out, you have to watch him and it just moves a defender, right? And then he's just able to – he's got such a good arm from his baseball days. I mean, yeah. he's really, really – I mean, he's top three. Incredibly he's accurate. Top. 
but it's it's just the way he sees the field and i don't know how to explain that. and i think the reason why it's like such a big deal to me is he's so small you know what i mean compared to most quarterbacks i'm compared just like to your mother. compared to your mother he's small yeah how do you see the field that well right. but he does he's yeah. super intelligent i don't know he is super good for him Go all right hearts. bills and chiefs big game big, big game. game because if you're the bills you need to go into arrowhead and make a statement here like we are here now and this they is should they're they should kansas city's defense is not great it's actually kind of terrible um Kansas City's offensive line is a run-blocking offensive line, and they're not capitalizing on that. I don't know what's happening. If you're Buffalo, like, you should go in. Their defense is great. I, I think their defense is good. I've argued with people about that. I, I think that it's continually getting better. That offensive line is the same thing. Like, I said it before, like, they've been playing musical chairs. Now they're getting consistency. Everybody's getting comfortable. Allen's getting comfortable. He can do things if things fail, but, I mean, the pocket prote protection's there. It's anybody's game on the Bills. If you have a Bills weapon, who knows? Because you, he's going to make it happen. You're going to think I'm crazy here. If Mahomes wasn't the quarterback, I think the Chiefs lose this game by 20 because the Bills are that much better. I don't think that you're crazy. I think that that's 100% a possibility. And I even think the Bills are the type – of team that once they get rolling, they're like snowballing. So oh, I would even say it could be more than that. But now, but with Mahomes there, they'll probably win by three or seven, or because Mahomes will keep them in the game, right? And Kelsey yeah. and Tyreek. But the Bills just have Diggs, Beasley, There's Sanders, Moss, everywhere, Knox, yeah, everybody move. And so, and the everywhere. Chiefs just don't play good enough defense to cover all those guys. Somebody's no. going to be open. No, and I mean that's what it comes down to. And the same thing for the, on the other side, the Chiefs only have two guys, so the Bills know exactly who to cover. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I, I just don't understand what you're doing. Like, I understand that Alaire has had some fumbles. Run the ball. Like, your offensive line is designed. Like, all these guys that you have up front, you would be so successful if you would run the ball. But it's just like they're trying to be too fancy with things. Like, he's, he's drop the it down. He's the wrong running back for their offense. They need a big bruiser and not a little dude. Not a little dude, yeah. And somebody who can hold on to the ball. I get that. Right. But it's just like, I don't know why that trust isn't there. Is that why? It's because they don't have a big dude to like right. plow through? I think if you had just, how about if I made a trade? How about if I put Zach Moss on the Chiefs? Wouldn't he be pretty good there? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, All right, Col Colts yeah. Ravens Monday night. Mm -hmm. Do you give the Colts any chance? No. Do you? No. I will say Carson Wentz looked a little better. The offensive line has improved a little bit. They were better than what I expected them to be, but no. Without Quentin Nelson, who's their best Quentin offensive lineman. Right. Man, and he's honestly he's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, I good. love the O line. I do. I love the big boys. He. He is comparable to Lane Johnson to me. Yeah, no, he's a star. And he's, he's going to be better. Oh, he's a star. Um, absolutely amazing. Hopefully he comes back because that's tough. That's that's tough. He's been through it injury-wise this year. Um, but, no, honestly, the Ravens defense, everybody's saying that they're not great. They're not, they're not the typical Ravens defense. Right. 
Judon was a big loss too. Oh, yeah, um, sure. huge loss. Huge. Doing phenomenal for the Patriots, but yeah. um, they're still good. They're just not what they were last year. But um, they run well. They throw decently they run, enough. They got the best kicker in the, the league. The passing game is getting better and better. I don't care. I will go toes with anybody who wants to argue this with me. Lamar Jackson looks like he's improved so much in the offseason. He looked great. Absolutely yeah. great the past two games. Ten times his better than reads are great. He's looking. He's accurate. We all know he can what he can do with his legs. He's phenomenal. By but the way, if Hollywood really Brown could catch, Lamar would have thrown for four hundred yards against the Lions. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's there. He isn't he somewhere in the stats. I think I read like he is not the most. Um, I I think he's like thrown the most like or, I don't know. Never mind. I'm gonna butcher this, but. I can't remember the exact stat, and I hate when I do that because then people like come at me in my DMs. Right. I'm I'm getting used to this world. Like if I say one wrong thing, people slide in my DMs, and they're not scared to let me know what they think. But anyways, Lamar looks great. It's only getting better. They have some pretty good schemes, and what they're able to do with their tight ends, they have people always talk about. Um, Mark Andrews, he can catch the ball, obviously. The reason why towards the end of the season it started getting worse for the Ravens is because Mark Andrews was getting double teamed, whereas before when they were running 12 personnel, they had a blocking tight end, and then they couldn't double team Mark. Right. They have that back. Right. It's a Boyle. Yeah, Boyle's a very good, very, very good blocker. That guy throws out more pancakes than I hop down the street. It is beautiful. <laughs> Do you know who was actually a second round pick of the Ravens a couple of years ago? Max Williams from the Cardinals. And they had Hayden Hurst at the time as well. Yeah. And Hayden Hurst is yeah, it was good well. before. Yeah. But this Ravens team, everybody's kind of starting to count out. Don't count them out. And they're just dogs. You know what I mean? Like, like they're always gonna be the like if I had to bet on somebody having an okay season but making it a wild card it's always going to be the ravens like they just find a way to make it happen you know all right so give me the bold give me the bold prediction for week five bold prediction Mm, what is somebody not expecting um i'm going through the games really quick you go first so i can go first yeah my bold prediction is that hmm Leonard Fournette has two touchdowns and 100 yards against the Dolphins. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go real bold. Lamar Jackson's gonna throw for over 300 against the Colts. Ooh, well, there you go. You're all in on Lamar. And they're a running team. That's true, and they're a running team. <laughs> all right, but it's right now. It's time to put away the insurance cards. Put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next week. For me and Maddie, this is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Good luck, guys. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drroto.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.